This is Carolyn Holly. Welcome to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. For the next half hour, you're going to be encouraged and challenged by Skip and his guests as they discuss the game plan for life. In sports, as in life, it's important to have a game plan. And as Skip says, no game plan, no victory. Game Plan for Life with Coach Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors. Dutch Bros of Boise, an experience guaranteed to satisfy. Therapeutic Associates Physical Therapy, your partner in health. Bacon, you gotta love it. And Summer's Funeral Home, every life leaves a legacy. The Eagle at North End 76 stations and on-the-fly service station on Collister and State. McDowell Specialty Repair. Hendrickson's Fine Jewelry, the place to go for that special someone. And now, here's your host for Game Plan for Life, Coach Skip Hall. Welcome to Game Plan for Life. This is your host, Skip Hall. Well, your host except for today, uh, because uh, the mics have been reversed, and uh, I'm going to be interviewed by Joan Endicott, who has Mm -hmm. been uh, with us the last two weeks, and we've heard much of her story and and all that she does and the principles, practices, and priorities that are so important to her that she shares with so many other people. But but today she's asked if she can turn the mics around, and uh, she's going to be our host today. So, Joan, welcome, and take it away. Yes, everybody. I bet you're so excited that Skip gets to be the one who's interviewed, and I'm blessed to get to be the one to interview him. Um, I actually asked him when he was asking me to come do some uh, interviews, and I said, I'd love to. And I also want to turn the mic on you (laughs) so that people can hear from you. (laughs) I'm on the hot seat. (laughs) (laughs) But I want to mention that in the Christian Living Magazine, which is a January-February 2019 issue, Skip and his beautiful bride, Virginia, are on the cover of that, and their little puppy. Um, But he is featured in that, and also Virginia's story. You will definitely want to pick a copy of that up. They're at convenience stores all over the valley and um, and they're free and they're free so it's that's even a better bonus <laughs> yes, so right. um, so skip when you look at the, at the front of this magazine it says skip hall a winner's faith I want you to just start off by saying what that means to you like what difference has your faith made in your career in your personal life in your career and just your priorities in life. Yeah, yeah. Well, in in the article itself, um, I think it hits the the main point that winning was great over my 30-year career, but it wasn't everything. Mm -hmm. There's more to it than that. There's Mm -hmm. more to life than just winning. And although our society wants winners and we all want to win, there's nothing wrong with that. Every time we go out to compete or we're doing something, um, we we do want to win. We want to do our best. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. We don't have to apologize for that. But there's a lot more to it. There's there's more than beyond the scoreboard. Mm. So for me, for many years, as I was a young coach, for actually the first 15 years, why I was marching on to become the next uh, Bear Bryant. Or, mm-hmm. or I mean, I was I was just captivated by winning and doing the very best, and and that's all I thought about. How can we get better? And 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 didn't really pay close attention to some of the some of the people in my life, the players and 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 family. Sometimes it just it got me wrapped up in football. So um, I like to tell the story that. Um, 
after we came back from the Rose Bowl in 1978, Washington beat Michigan. We were underdogs to mighty Michigan. And we beat them in the Rose Bowl, and we came back to Seattle, and everybody in town was just ecstatic. They were patting us on the back, giving us keys to the mm-hmm. city. I mean, I was <laughs> lapping it up. You know, yep. I thought, man, this, this is great. But about three days later, my wife Virginia said to me, She said, you know, Skip, when you stand before the Lord on Judgment Day, he's not going to ask you how many Rose Bowls you won, how many All-American players you've coached, how many players you've sent to the pros. Mm. What he is going to ask you, however, is what kind of a relationship have you had with him and with me, your wife, and with your children and those that are are in your social circle. Mm -hmm. Well, that hit me like about a 300-pound defensive tackle, a blindside hit. And it really, it was a spiritual awakening because it, it really got me excited about learning what is truth, what is important in life. And so I started listening to this guy on the radio by the name of Chuck Swindoll. <laughs> <laughs> and I swear, he, he it was like he was talking to me every mm-hmm. day, and mm-hmm. it made so much sense. And so I really started examining the Bible, started listening to tapes, listening to Chuck Swindoll. And, of course, Virginia kept uh, encouraging me to, you know, in my, my faith walk. And so I, I, I got on my knees and accepted the Lord at age 35. Mm. And uh, and a player that I had coached ministered to me. I mean, he witnessed to me as I coached him, which was mm-hmm. kind of a unique situation. Awesome. But but anyway, at age thirty five, um, I surrendered and and uh, I gave my life to the Lord. And from that point on, we did things together. Mm-hmm. And you know what happened? I was a better coach. I was a better husband. I was a better father. I mean, I was better in just about every aspect of my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it was it was a. Uh, it was a game changer moment yes. for me. Absolutely. Wow. I love that. You know, uh, Chuck Swindoll, I quote him probably more than anybody else in my I Get To book. And I started listening to him while my mom had him on Christian radio when I was in high school. So I would listen to what I remember. And I think I shared this story with you before. So I hope. I hope, Chuck, I hope you're listening. Um, <laughs> but he was like, there were all these other pastors. Most were, you know, male, you know, pastors that were speaking, but he was the, I remember hearing somebody laughing and I remember like, and I asked my mom, who is that? What is like, she goes, oh, that's, his name is Pastor Chuck Swindoll. I'm like, I love him. He's (laughs) laughing. He's bringing the joy of the Lord. And from then on, I was a huge fan and, and love his work and love hearing that that was so instrumental oh, in was, you coming yeah, to Christ. It was powerful. It was powerful. And and so now when I speak to groups, whether it's men's groups or, or kids or whoever, um, I carry a, a box with me. And I tell my story about for 35 years I had God in this box. In fact, he's, he's still in there, but he's not my God anymore. And so they're obviously interested to see what's in this box. And I said, well, I'm going to show them to you. And I dump out the box, and it's got rings and watches, Rose Bowls and championships and all this gold and glitter and mm-hmm. rings and stuff. And and so I say, that, that was my God. But mm-hmm. as I studied Scripture, one spoke to me uh, just so vividly, and that's Matthew 6.33. Mm-hmm. But seek ye first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. But you see, I needed to get my priorities in order. I needed to get God number one, not somewhere down the list, but number one. 
and and then things could start to flow within mm-hmm. the family and my job and and, and everything else. But uh, I think that that has been a a, a a real good example of where I was and and then what happened to me and and where we are today. I love that. That's so powerful. That's that's actually the verse marks in my scripture verse that mm-hmm. when we got married, that was the one that we just said, if we do this one thing right. in our marriage, right. if we do it in our personal life in our marriage, then everything else will be yes. in the place that yep. it should be, yep. not seeking other things and right. then trying to get God in the box. I love your I love your object lesson for yep. people because I'm sure they're just so curious. Right. What's in there? What is it? <laughs> and why was it? You know, why was that your God? Right. Right. That's so powerful. Right. Right. So um, you know that my my book and what I talk about is about attitude and perspective. So I love your your mantra, if you will, coach them up, not down. Mm. You are all about being the po- taking the positive road instead of the negative road of threatening or demanding or whatever. So talk to me about the difference. Because I, I remember you told me a story, and whether you share that one or not uh, is, is fine, but about how somebody else was kind of demeaning to a player and right. you went over to them and, and said that. So yeah. share that maybe. Yeah. Okay. Well, when I left Boise State in 19, let me think now, 93, we went to the University of Missouri, Missouri, where I was uh, the defensive coordinator and associate head coach. And um, about two weeks into it, I was sitting in my new office, and this young man came to the door, and he was in his early 30s, and he said I wouldn't remember him, and, and I didn't, but I said, come on in. He wanted to talk to me. So he came in, he sat down, and he began to tell me this story about 10 years earlier when we were both at the University of Washington. He was a walk-on player, and I was one of the coaches. And he said one day at practice, he was really messing up. He was fumbling and bumbling and stumbling. And there was a young coach that was working with him and just screaming at him and, and, and cursing him and embarrassing him to death in front of his peers. And he told me that I came over and got between the two of them, he and the young coach, and I faced the young coach and said five words that had a tremendous impact on his life. Well, I'm thinking, what are those five <laughs> words? Because I didn't remember. I'd love to hear them. <laughs> yeah. What? So I was on the edge of my chair now. And he said, the five words that you told that young coach were, coach him up, not down. Mm-hmm. And he said, that has been such a meaningful thing for me. He'd gone on to become a pastor in a small Missouri town. Mm-hmm. And he said that the most meaningful sermon that he'd ever given, the most requested one, was entitled, Coach Him Up, Not Down. Because you mm-hmm. see, um, another good example is this. If you carve your initials into a young sapling, and as that tree grows and grows and gets bigger and wider, those initials become deeper and wider, mm. too. And that's what we do with people. We're mm-hmm. carving into people. Mm. And we just need to make sure that we're carving the right, the right stuff, coaching them up and not down. Mm, I love that. What a great – that needs to be your uh, trademark and title of your book. Are you writing a book? Well, people have been after me for years. <laughs> I'm still I've – I've probably got it all in my head, but I haven't gotten it on paper yet. Okay, so folks, <laughs> you heard it here first. I'm, giving, I'm issuing him a challenge. 2019 is – 
Coach Skip Hall's year for writing his book, Coach Him Up, Not Down. Yeah, well, <laughs> How do you like that? For, I'm coaching you. <laughs> that's all right. No, that's okay. I, I agree. I mean, I'd love to be able to do it. And, and of course, uh, circumstances this, this past year have mm-hmm. come, come uh, that we'll maybe talk about a little bit later yeah. with my wife, Virginia, having a stroke. But but anyway. Um, Actually, yeah. go ahead. Go ahead and share that. Right. I'd love to. Uh, and, I, you know, we, we've talked about how um, – the toughest things in life can be a gift right. wrapped in struggle paper, yeah. as my friend and uh, mentor Bob Rossholt says. It's it's wrapped in struggle paper, and you and your beautiful bride have been through so much. So, mm. why don't you share uh, as much as you want to about that story and what you have, how you have grown through the process. Sure, sure, sure. Well, uh, a year ago in January uh, 2018, we were packing to go uh, on a trip to, to uh, Phoenix and spend a week with good friends and, and um, enjoy some time in the sun. Um, but as we were packing one morning, uh, my wife, Virginia, said that uh, something was wrong with her right arm. And I thought, well, maybe it's your shoulder or something. And and so I started to kind of move it a little bit. And then her speech just went absolutely blah, just couldn't understand a word she was saying. And she was frightened. And and so I knew right away that I had to call 911. Mm-hmm. And I did. And they got there within minutes. And we got her to the hospital very, very soon. She'd had a, a stroke, and there's two types of stroke. There's a block that they can give you something for to help open it up, but then there's the bleed, and they can't give you anything. It has really? to stop on its own. Wow. And that's what she had. It was it was a bleed, and her brain was starting to fill with blood, and, of course, what happens then is it presses down on the brain and down on the, the, the stem and, and, and all kinds of problems, the breathing and everything else gets affected, so... She was she was uh, in danger of, of losing her life for the first twenty four hours and uh, but the first neurosurgeon that came in didn't give us much hope. We didn't like exactly what he was mm-hmm. saying, uh, and I'm sure he was going on statistics and all that. Um, so I asked for a second opinion, and my neurosurgeon, Doctor Little, I asked him to come over. And the next morning, he came over, and he had a guy with him. And he looked at me, and he pointed to this guy, and he said, that's your guy. Well, it happened to be Dr. Duckworth, who's the best brain surgeon around. Mm. And he gave us an option of drilling a small hole and and relieving the pressure on the brain. And he said, it's still risky. Um, But he says, if if we can get through this uh, the next uh, 24, 48 hours, why, she can uh, hopefully begin some recovery. Well, the paperwork, yeah, she went through the ICU and then into the hospital. And then the next thing was, well, where, where do we go next? Well, the paperwork on her didn't look good at all. I mean, some of the places we talked to didn't want to take her because they didn't think there was much hope of her getting better. Right. She would maybe go right to a nursing home and, you know, that, that kind of thing. But we, we didn't, uh, we didn't give up. We kept talking and, and then uh, somebody, um, referred me to Aspen, which is a transitional rehab facility, a wonderful place, just a wonderful place. And and the doctor at St. Luke's, this this is 
probably the second God thing. The first God thing was that that doctor, that brain surgeon saved her. The second God thing was that one of the doctors at St. Luke's called Aspen and said, look, I know the paperwork doesn't look good, but you need to trust me on this. You need to take her, which they did. Mm. And that all of a sudden blossomed, and she made some tremendous strides there, and then back at the Elks for a couple of weeks, and now she's at home mm-hmm. and, and progressing well, still doing a lot of therapy, but she's talking well. She's walking with a cane. She's walking up some stairs. And uh, so, yeah, God has really done a miracle mm-hmm. in her life. So she, uh, I call her the comeback kid. She's, oh, she's our miracle girl. She is. I, you know, we've, in the other shows, we talked about courage. And Virginia, I want to tell you, I know you're going to listen to this, yeah. how proud of you I am and the courage you have displayed and the courage you've displayed, mm-hmm. Skip. I like you guys, you two are such an incredible example of faithfulness to God and faithfulness to each other mm-hmm. through the storms of life, no yeah. matter what they are. Yeah. And you guys are the example of my uh, where I talk in my book about I get to be faithful and I and I share the story about Mark, mm-hmm. my husband, and um, I just want to thank you both mm. for that and thank you for not being too private about it and sharing it because it's been a blessing to watch the journey and I remember mm-hmm. first seeing something about it on Facebook, right. please pray for and I was just and I texted you and I yep. said I want you to know I praying for you guys and holding you up and i think about the maybe millions but hundreds of thousands literally of prayers Mm -hmm. that went up for you two as soon as it was even you know made known what had happened and so the devil didn't have a chance (laughs) (laughs) well one thing that was real helpful too um to me especially was the caringbridge.org yes which you can post and give updates and and my granddaughter Jaden, she would i would talk to her each day and maybe a couple times a day and she'd put out posts on caringbridge.org. And mm-hmm. Anytime someone's going through a difficult, serious situation, why that is such a great way mm-hmm. to get word out to everybody because I couldn't possibly answer all the questions and, and people wanting to know how she's doing, how she's doing. And, and so Caring Bridge is a great vehicle to do that. Mm-hmm. I think the last time I looked, Virginia had over 15,000 hits on that. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. She's pretty popular. Oh, well, but those, <laughs> a lot are. of those, that's prayer support and yes. people that care. And, and uh, so, yeah, the, well, there's two things. We're, we're a team, you know, mm-hmm. we're, we're a team and we always have been. And two things that are so important to us. And, and one is encouragement. And I like to say that encouragement is the fuel that propels us. Yes. And we need encouragement, and especially in times of of, uh, struggle and and tough situations. The second thing is hope, and hope is the anchor of our soul. Mm -hmm. And so if we have encouragement and we have hope, why, that goes a long way into facing, as you say, the giants in our life. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, I'm so grateful for you sharing that because – there's people listening who are feeling hopeless. There's mm-hmm. people who are facing giants in life, whether it's physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial, relational. Um, and and maybe they just feel like they can't keep going. Yeah. And I have felt that before. And, we all you have, know, I, I was going to say, I'm sure you have mm-hmm. felt that. What sure. do you... 
What have you done and what's been the thing that has kept you going when you were at that place of feeling a bit, not having that hope and needing encouragement? What has been some key things for you, Skip? Well, number one is staying close to God Mm -hmm. because we don't have all the answers. Uh, I also like to say that modern medicine is great. But, mm-hmm. but God is greater. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. So if we stay close to God and 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 don't wander too far away and off the into the rabbit trails and so on and so forth, and and then I think that's the security that uh, mm-hmm. that, that we need, mm-hmm. and, and no one else can provide that. I mean, even modern medicine, like I say, is it can do a lot. But God is uh, is in the in the in the miracle business. He always has been and always will be. Amen. And here's the reality: is God uses medicine. God's given oh, the people sure. wisdom to be able to Absolutely. do what they do. But He's also He's still the great physician. Yeah, He's still the great physician. Mm-hmm. And staying close to Him, I think, is is really the key. Wow, that is amazing. And so, when you look at your at your life, would you? If you were going to speak to your younger self, what would be three words that you look, three things, characteristics that you think about, this is what's helped me be, quote, successful, however you define that. I don't mean necessarily on the football field, but these are three character qualities Mm -hmm. that have helped me be successful that I would have wanted to make sure my younger self knew to stay anchored in. What Mm -hmm. would those three things be? Well, I think number one is character. Mm. Um, you know, it's not what we are; it's it's who we are, mm-hmm. and that's that's what's so important. I mean, it doesn't matter what we do. I mean, you could be a coach, you could be a speaker, an author, a whatever. But it's really about who we are and whose we are, mm-hmm. as, as you have said too. Mm-hmm. Is it's the character that's within us. And that, I think, is the number one thing. And that was always the number one thing. When I recruited student-athletes, and I did it for 30 years, why the number one issue was always, you know, about his character. Yes. What kind of character does this young man have? Because that kind of sets the bar all right right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's that's so important. And, uh, and then I think it's, you know, it's it's – people it's it's how you treat others mm-hmm. you know that's another big big one you can tell more about a person uh, by how they treat others than anything else amen yeah yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and i don't know the third one um there's probably a whole bunch of them that 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 come to mind um but i think it's 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 being an example being mm. being being somebody's role model uh not role model so much because i think the role the real in fact, let me put it this way. The real heroes today are not the athletes and the coaches and the rock stars and the musicians and, and the movie stars and all that. The real heroes, the models, the role models are the moms and dads, the grandmas and grandpas that are taking good care of their kids mm-hmm. and taking them to church and getting them in Sunday school. Yep. Those are the real role models. So Amen. That's the kind of you know message I would like to share is be one of those role models. Yes. Yeah. That's so good, Skip. And the reality is someone's always watching us. And I, I love how the story about the the young man coming into your office saying sharing with you what you had done years ago that you right. don't even remember those five words. Didn't have a clue. He was so changed by that 
but that came out of your character. So your being the example and being the role model came out of naturally flows out of the character, and we're not even aware. Right. And usually people are watching us sometimes when we don't want them to. It's like, wait, are they, you know, is that person different when they're away from the mic is when they're on the mic or are they consistent? Are they the same? Are they who they are, whether, you know, I'm off or on the stage. And that's one thing I love when people go, you're just as goofy and funny on the stage as off stage. I'm like, I'm going to take that as a compliment. That's right. Be be who you is, not who you ain't. (laughs) (laughs) That's so powerful. So yeah. that is, I, I just appreciate you sharing that because that's an important challenge uh, for all of us to to remember. And before we go, and, and then I will give the mic back over to you so you can sign off, but mm-hmm. I would love to hear what you've seen in your beautiful bride, Virginia, through this. What are the character qualities that you admire yeah. and adore about her? Well, I think first of all is 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 you know is her character and her courage and her joyful spirit. Mm. This rings loud and clear. Everybody that sees her, I mean, they just can't believe mm-hmm. what she's gone through and going through. And yet, she has the joy of the Lord within her, and mm-hmm. and, and a joyful spirit is evidence of a grateful heart. Yes. A joyful spirit is evidence of a grateful heart. Mm-hmm. And so she's grateful. She's grateful to be alive. She's grateful to be uh, making progress. She works so hard at her therapies. And her therapists are just, you know, they just marvel at, at, at her and how far she's come and how hard she works and her attitude and, and her effort. But uh, the joyful spirit is something I think is, uh, is, is so present. Amen. Yeah. I she is definitely that. She's she's one of the best examples of choosing an I get to be grateful attitude and yeah. and perspective in life because she's she's not looking and that's a, that's something we all get to choose. Are you looking at what you have left or mm-hmm. what you have lost? Right. And depending on which one we're focusing on, yeah. one either bubbles up gratitude or it causes griping, grumbling, and complaining. And so yep. I love that your your wife is definitely the poster child for yep. um, a, a grateful yep. Yep. attitude. Yep. And we're still involved in, in couples groups and Bible studies, and we go out to dinner a lot. So we're, we're still living our life. Um, it just maybe takes us a little Y'all longer. are movers and shakers, <laughs> even if you're moving a little slower. It doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, we're still, we still get there. <laughs> well, I love you, and I am yeah. appreciative of this time of getting to turn well, the mic on you, Skip. And I love Virginia as well, and in my prayers always. Well, Joan, thank you so much. Joan Endicott has been your host today. <laughs> yes. The hostess with the mostest. And, <laughs> and we just really appreciate Joan and all that she does. And you can you can look her up at joanendicott.com. She, she's got a whole bunch of stuff, books and tapes and things that would be so um, wonderful for people to have and listen to. And So, Joan, I just want to say thank you. We've had a, a great three weeks of, of mm. uh, our shows now. And, and uh, I want to encourage you uh, to keep that hope alive and, and keep moving the, the way you've been moving and keep influencing people. And, Joan, keep coaching them up. Absolutely. I will, my friend. <laughs> So thank you again for being our guest and and interviewing me, I guess, today on Game Plan for Life. Game Plan for Life with Coach Skip Hall is brought to you by the following sponsors. Christian Brothers Automotive. Security Gold and Silver, a reliable source for your bullion investment. 
Domino's. Oh, yes, we did. Rocket Express Car Wash. It's a blast. And Hoffman Auto Body. Hoffman Auto Body, someone you can trust. If you would like more information on how you and your business can become a sponsor of Game Plan for Life with Coach Skip Hall, just call the radio station at 208-377-3790 and someone will help you get in the game. Thank you for listening to Game Plan for Life with Skip Hall. This is Carolyn Holly inviting you to listen at this same time on this same station next Saturday as Skip and his guests go over the Game Plan for Life. Have a great weekend. And remember, no game plan, no victory.